The information provided in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Before making a health decision, please consult with a qualified medical professional. Thank you for your attention and enjoy today's episode. What is up, cooties and germs of the internet? My name is Tony and you're currently tuned into Hemp Nerd, the podcast that helps you understand your cannabis and cannabinoids so you can get reliable therapeutic results. Now, in today's particular installment, we're going to be looking at tendinitis and answering the question, does CBD help with the treatment of tendinitis? Now, in order for us to do that effectively, the first thing we need to do is understand the problem. So what is tendinitis. So tendinitis is described as the inflammation and or irritation of a tendon. A tendon is a thick cord that connects bone to muscle. The main cause of tendinitis is the stressing out of soft tissue structures by either overusing your body in ways your tendons are not used to or habitually placing your joints in poor positions. Now, the areas of the body that suffer the most from tendinitis are your elbow, shoulder, heel, knee, knee, hip, and the base of your thumb. Some sporting activities seem to lead in the cause of tendinitis, such as tennis, golf, running, basketball, baseball, swimming, and bowling, for example. These sports have given rise to tendinitis being known by different names, such as tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, pitcher's shoulder, swimmer's shoulder, and jumper's knee just to name a few conditions. Now, the common symptoms of tendinitis include pain, especially during movement, inflammation, mild swelling, tenderness in the tendon and its surrounding area. Now, the common treatment for mild to moderate cases of tendinitis include icing the injured area on at the moment or the day of injury, resting the injured area, so you're giving time to your body to heal, over-the-counter anti-inflammatory drugs, topical anti-inflammatory gels, range of motion exercises, and splinting. And the more common treatment for more severe cases of tendinitis includes steroid injections or surgery for ruptured tendons as advised by your doctor. Now, does CBD help with tendinitis? Now, Out of the 100 plus cannabinoids present in cannabis, CBD seems to be playing the role of the messiah at the moment. It's helping so many people suffering from so much varying conditions such as epilepsy, cancer, multiple sclerosis, all the way to anxiety, depression, and psychosis. You know, CBD is being viewed as the miracle cure and it cannot be helped because it's building up an impressive track record so early in what I like to call its rediscovery. You know, for nearly 100 years, cannabis or marijuana was demonized uh, for whatever reason, and now it's, it's making a com- comeback and CBD seems to be holding the flag there. Now, despite its impressive track record so far, the question we want to answer today is, can CBD help people suffering with or from tendinitis? Now, at the time of publishing this particular episode, there are no direct or specific studies that look at the effectiveness of CBD for people with tendinitis. The closest study I found was a peer-reviewed study published in 2011 that looked at the expression of the cannabinoid receptor CB1 in Achilles tendinosis, not tendinitis, tendinosis, without the use of cannabis. Now, for a bit of background, tendinosis is the degeneration of the tendon's collagen 
in response to chronic overuse without giving time for the tendon, without giving time for the tendon to heal. So think of it as stage two tendonitis. You first of all you have that initial injury, you've got the initial pain, you've got the initial inflammation, you've got that initial damage, and then for better or for worse, you keep being an idiot and you keep using that joint or that you know you keep using that joint in ways you're not meant to be using it, and you cause further degeneration of your tendons um, collagen. All right. Now collagen is important. For the healing for healing purposes, because it is the main structural protein found in skin and connective tissue, such as a tendon. You know, so without collagen, basically your connective tissue cannot heal itself. It cannot repair itself. Better word there. Now the study demonstrated that CB1 immunoreactivity is detectable in cells of the human Achilles tendon that produce collagen. All right. Immunoreactivity is a measure of the immune reaction caused by a foreign substance that induces an immune response in the body. Now, the study concluded that the endocannabinoid system, the ECS, found in our body is most likely imbalanced in patients suffering from tendinosis. Now, the ECS or the endocannabinoid system is important to note because it is the system that maintains balance within the body. It is the system that maintains homeostasis. Uh, now, this is really interesting. This is really interesting. Without the use of cannabis, we can already tell that the endocannabinoid system is imbalanced when you're suffering from tendinosis. If your endocannabinoid, I mean, if your, if your, and your, yeah, if your endocannabinoid system is imbalanced, then it your body kind of struggles to repair itself or heal itself. Immunoreactivity, CB1 immunoreactivity was detectable in cells of the human Achilles tendon. Seeing that, the, now seeing that there are no direct cannabis and tendonitis studies yet, I hope they will come out in the future, it makes sense to look at cannabis studies that look at conditions with what I like to call crossover symptoms to tendonitis. Now, in order for us to get a clear answer through other conditions, we need to establish what issues or problems we're aiming to eliminate from tendonitis or with tendonitis. The main issues tendonitis presents are joint pain, inflammation, and soft tissue damage. Very simple, those three. If we can identify studies that demonstrate CBD helping or eliminating these issues, then we can actually make a case for tendonitis, in my personal opinion, of course. So first up, does CBD help relieve joint pain? So the first condition we're actually going to look at is fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia is a chronic pain syndrome that causes muscle pain, joint pain, bone pain, and tenderness amongst other symptoms such as tiredness and fatigue. Obviously, we are more you know, focused on the muscle pain, joint pain, especially joint pain, bone pain, and tenderness. Now, in a 2019 fibromyalgia study, Varying CBD solutions were used to test the effectiveness of cannabis for pain relief, right? The researchers found that a balanced solution of CBD and THC got the best pain relief response from, from patients in comparison to a CBD dominant solution, a THC dominant solution, and a placebo. So the patients who received the combined cannabis solution saw a reduction in pain of a minimum, a minimum reduction of pain of 30% or more from the baseline that was captured at the beginning of the study. The researchers concluded that CBD is most effective for pain relief in fibromyalgia when combined with THC in a one-to-one -one ratio. And just remember, 
you know, in fibromyalgia, the, uh, the pain, which is a chronic pain syndrome, it causes muscle pain, joint pain, bone pain, and tenderness. So joint pain being a focus there because we're looking at tendonitis, um, that's, that's a positive result. That's a real positive result from, uh, from a very recent study as well, a 2019 study uh, on fibromyalgia patients. Now, the next condition we're going to look at is cancer pain. Now, pain caused by cancer can affect the bones, joints, and soft tissue, creating a symptomatic crossover with tendonitis. All right. So the type of cancer known to cause joint pain, to cause pain, not just joint pain, just known to cause pain in the in these areas of the body, which is again bones, joints, and soft tissue, is blood cancer. Now, for you to understand what blood cancer is, there's three main subsets, uh, namely leukemia, lymphoma, and myeloma. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm not sure. Anyway, someone's going to correct me anyway once this gets published. In a 2010, right, over a decade ago, 2010 cancer patient study, varying cannabis solutions were used to test how effective cannabis was or is for pain relief. And I love it how they use various solutions, not just focusing on CBD. Maybe the expectation is that CBD is going to be the best, but they have to do a, a, a proper test. Now, the patients, here's what's interesting. The patients were previously on opioids that provided inadequate pain relief effects. All right. These patients were previously on opioids that provided inadequate pain relief effects. Researchers found that a solution of CBD combined with THC, again, in a one-to-one -one ratio, provided the most effective pain relief results in comparison to a placebo and a THC extract solution. The patients who, com who received the combined cannabis solution saw a reduction in pain of a minimum of 30% or more from the baseline that was recorded initially. The study concluded that combining CBD and THC in a one-to-one -one ratio solution is effective for pain relief in patients with advanced cancer pain not fully relieved by strong opioids. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to repeat that statement because that came, came directly from the study. The study concluded that combining CBD and THC in a one-to-one -one ratio solution is effective for pain relief um, in patients with advanced cancer pain. Okay, not, not just your commonplace headache here. Advanced cancer pain, most likely in the joints as well, who did not get full relief from strong opioids. And some of those opioids out there are pretty strong. All right, so cannabis is kicking butt. Now, does ca cannabis help in reducing joint inflammation, right? Cannabis and, uh, sorry, not cannabis, cannabinoids and their anti-inflammatory properties have been studied in animal models and human cells of rheumatoid arthritis patients. Rheumatoid arthritis is a progressive chronic disease that causes inflammation in the joints, resulting in pain, deformity, and immobility in the fingers, wrists, feet, and ankles. So what's interesting here is that rheumatoid arthritis is, first of all, it's progressive. So it, it keeps getting worse, causes inflammation. So the first thing it causes is inflammation in the joints, resulting in pain. So it's not like pain is first, pain is second. So it's inflammation first, then pain, then deformity, immobility. It's not pretty. Um, in a 2019 peer review publication, right, the author states that cannabinoids show anti-inflammatory effects by activating CB2 receptors, which decrease cytokine production and immune cell mobilizations. 
Now, cytokines are protein molecule, molecules that mediate and regulate inflammation, as well as immunity and another process that I cannot pronounce. Um, the author goes on to state that cannabinoids reduce pain and control inflammation by activating cannabinoid and non-cannabinoid receptors in your body. They conclude, or the study, the authors you know, the, of the publication conclude that cannabinoids are suitable for rheumatoid arthritis. And if, and if they're concluding that, you know, again, in a very recent peer review publication, 2019, last year at the time of publishing this, then I personally believe, oh, this is making a strong case for someone with tendonitis, in my personal opinion. In a 2017 peer review publication, the author states that natural and synthetic phytocannabinoids, which is more or less cannabinoids, have clearly demonstrated both pain relief effects and anti-inflammatory effect, effects in variety of in a variety of models of joint pain in animals. All right, so just pure animals, more specifically, they look at rodents. The authors highlight that numerous anecdotal patient reports of the effectiveness of smoking cannabis for joint pain and inflammation. So basically, what the author is trying to say that that even though the only there's a lot of testing on animals, there's also numerous. Like when they say numerous, they mean like they can't. I guess it's 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 hard work to count how many patients are reporting how effective smoking cannabis is for joint pain and inflammation. All right. So they conclude that the preclinical and human data that exists indicates, strongly indicates that the use of cannabis should be taken seriously as a form of treatment for joint pain and inflammation. Of course, we've looked at pain already in this particular podcast, but we're now focusing on inflammation. And again, both uh, peer review publications, one published in 2019, one published in 2017, um, both make a case that, or both conclude that, you know, cannabinoids or cannabis is suitable for rheumatoid arthritis treatment. And my, my thinking behind, especially the second study where there's numerous patient reports talking about the effectiveness of smoking cannabis for joint pain and inflammation, when you're smoking a joint, there's a high probability that um, there's <laughs> a decent amount of THC in that joint, unless they're specifically going out of their way for CBD flour, um, which has 0.3% um, maximum THC as a legal limit at this point in time. Now, when you look at cannabis studies that target pain and inflammation in the joints, you can clearly see that CBD or cannabis, should I say, helps. And I say cannabis because I do not want to exclude THC. THC actually helps, and I personally believe that THC is misunderstood because for a long time, there's been some propaganda um, painting a negative picture about THC. However, once you actually look into the research, you look into the data, um, you can see that none of that stands. Now, for pain, CBD works best when combined with THC in a one-to-one -one ratio. We've established that already. And for inflammation, I personally believe CBD works well on its own. However, does cannabis also help repair damaged soft tissue? Or maybe is this something we need to leave alone for the body to do by itself? You know, let the body heal itself. So does CBD assist with joint tissue repair? To get a clear answer to this question, we need to look at animal studies because there are no human clinical trials that exist yet at the time of publishing this particular episode. Now, in the year 2000, a rodent study looked at the effects of CBD on collagen-induced arthritis in mice. Upon the onset of clinical arthritis symptoms, CBD was administered as treatment. One group of mice received 5 mg per kg of CBD via an injection, 
another group received 25 milligrams of uh, 25 milligrams per kg of CBD orally. I'm thinking tinctures, right? No oil drops, or well, they drank it. <laughs> All right, it was oral. The researchers observed that CBD, or when CBD, sorry, was administered after the onset of clinical arthritis symptoms, CBD blocked the progression of arthritis in mice. Okay, I'll read that again. The researchers observed that when CBD was administered after the onset of clinical arthritis symptoms, so after they noticed the symptoms, and when CBD was administered after they noticed the symptoms, CBD blocked the progression of arthritis in mice. And keep in mind, Arthritis is a progressive disorder. The study concluded that CBD has potent anti-arthritic effects through its immunosuppressive and anti-inflammatory actions. Again, I want to highlight arthritis is a progressive chronic disease where your joint tissue degenerates over time, causing pain, inflammation, immobility, and deformation. The researchers also noticed that CBD was equally effective when administered via injection or orally. So it didn't matter how the mice took it, CBD worked in either situation. If CBD has potent antiarthritic effects, meaning it blocks the progressive degeneration of joint tissue in arthritis, is this, a, is this strong enough evidence to suggest that CBD helps with joint tissue repair? I believe the answer is yes, if your goal is to prevent further tissue damage, right? Progressive tissue damage, allowing your body to naturally repair your joint tissue. I believe the answer is no, if you're trying to accelerate your body's natural ability to repair damaged joint tissue. Because right now there is no evidence to suggest that CBD or cannabis in general accelerates your body's natural ability to heal joint tissue. However, there is evidence in mice to suggest that CBD blocks any progressive degeneration of joint tissue. Now, until we get human trials directly or indirectly proving otherwise, we can safely say that CBD only helps joint tissue repair by blocking further joint tissue damage. However, your body still has to do the remainder of the work and repair the damage. And I want to add the side note, you have to apply a bit of common sense as well and not overuse your joints, especially the ones that are experiencing damage to allow your body to actually heal your joints. Because it's, yes, you're looking for CBD to help. Now we understand that it actually blocks further degeneration of soft tissue, but you'd be an idiot. I personally believe if you continued abusing your joints, if you've got tendonitis, you keep using and abusing your joints, you're, you're using wrong postures and you're expecting the CBD to, to block any further de degeneration, where you're the one causing the degeneration, you don't have arthritis, okay? So common sense would say, yes, it can block any further degeneration if it does occur, whether you're aware of it or not. Um, again, common sense would say, just let your arm heal or maybe take some glucosamine, you know, to because that's been shown to produce collagen and help help your joints. But outside that, CBD won't be able to do that for you. It hasn't been proven yet if it does, but so far, I can safely say that it doesn't. So... I want you to keep in mind that this result is only observable in rodent models at the moment because no human trials exist or if, they, if they're being conducted, they haven't been published yet to validate the results in humans. However, there are a lot of people, lots of patients reporting um, improvement All right, when engaging with cannabis as medicine for arthritis. So who's to say that 
you know, cannabis won't help someone with tendonitis as well. I mean, if someone's got arthritis, which is a far much worse condition than tendonitis, and when they smoke a joint or when they're taking the CBD oil tinctures, that is a full spectrum product, they're actually experiencing an improvement in their, in their condition, which leads to an improvement in their quality of life. So if it's working for someone with arthritis, who's to say that it will not work for someone with tendonitis? Because more or less, maybe the causes might be different. They still have pain, they still have inflammation, and they still have damaged um, joint tissue. So I personally believe right now, in my own personal opinion, that it will work. It will help some with tendonitis. And that's where I want to conclude. This, 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 this is where my final thoughts are at the moment. Does CBD help with tendonitis? Yes, it does. It definitely does help, but not by itself. You see, because tendonitis will cause pain and inflammation due to joint tissue damage. To eliminate the pain, you will need a solution of CBD combined with THC in a one-to-one -one ratio or as close to that as possible. To eliminate inflammation, you will need CBD alone. To block any further joint tissue damage, like in a case of arthritis, you, you would only need CBD alone. I haven't seen any studies that say that the results were better when THC was introduced, when you know, when looking at joint tissue damage repair or blocking the joint tissue at, of the arthritis studies. Um, however, that's again only in mice, but I'm of the belief that it would work in human humans as well because of the vast, vast number of patient reports coming in um, to doctors, not to myself, but to doctors. I just read people's posts in Facebook groups, on Reddit and on Quora as well. Trying to think and different communities where they, they, they say that they, they started taking they started using cannabis for um, whatever joint pain or inflammation they're experiencing and they're experiencing positive results which is that basically they, that quality of life is improving so if i personally had tendonitis and i was looking into cannabis for treatment i would strongly consider a full spectrum cbd solution now a full spectrum CBD solution is one that contains all the cannabinoids, including THC and CBD as the big two, okay? Um, your other variations are broad spectrum. Um, the difference between broad spectrum and full spectrum is that broad spectrum CBD solutions do not have THC. They only have CBD and the rest of them, which also uh, gives you an entourage effect. Uh, full spectrum also gives you an entourage effect, but you get the THC in there as well, which so far, studies say is good for pain relief, especially when combined with THC. I would go out of my way, right? If I was if I was the person with tendonitis, I was looking into cannabis as treatment. I would go out of my way to ensure that um, the CBD to THC ratio in the solution that I was looking for was one to one, or as close to a one to one ratio as possible. If not, right? If there was no THC or it wasn't one to one, or as close to one to one as possible, then I I am of the strong belief right now that the pain would not subside or it would, I would need a lot of the solution for that to subside, which may create a false impression about cannabis, especially if it's my first time using it, especially after all the positive reviews that it's getting at the moment. I'd also give my joint tissue time to repair. You know, I'd also incorporate range of motion exercise when and where necessary. So I now understand that, yes, when I'm taking a full spectrum product, that's not going to help my joint tissue repair itself um, faster than normal, it might help blocking any further damage as long as I'm not doing anything stupid. But I'll give my tissue time to repair. I'll look into something like glucosamine as well. And I'll incorporate some range of motion exercises just to make sure that even though the repair is happening, 
Um, I'm just not leaving my hand dormant as well. And I'm actually allowing my body to do what it's designed to do and actually repair that soft tissue, da that soft tissue damage that I may have caused. Most likely I've caused, especially if I'm dealing with tendonitis. Now, I'm just, I'm going to finish this, finish up this podcast by saying, I understand how cannabinoids such as CBD, especially CBD is giving hope to so many people suffering from varying conditions, such as tendonitis, for example. Of course, in future episodes, we'll be talking about more conditions and for the same reason i believe common sense in this arena must be applied if we're to see cannabis become more accepted as a mainstream form of medicine and treatment i much prefer to live in a world where we you know we know how to use cannabis cannabis properly for therapeutic benefit as opposed to doing guesswork guesswork and hoping that my supplier is doing the work that I'm meant to be doing or doing the work that I know I shouldn't be doing because I don't know any better, I don't know any different. So that, And that's practically my goal here with Hemp Nerd is to basically simplify this information, break down as, as many studies as I can break down in my lifetime to bring you this information so you can make, make better health decisions. But in, in saying that, that's the perfect segue to my last point where always I, I want to say always consult with your doctor before you make any health decisions, right? Always consult with your doctor. Um, if your doctor is not someone who is well-versed in the use of cannabis for therapeutic uh, treatment, or is willing to go out of their way to learn about this stuff, then I would seek what we like to call a second opinion, or I would actually seek out a doctor who either knows about this stuff or who is learning about this stuff to make better um, recommendations to his or her patients. So that's what I'd actually, actually tie the bow on all this information. Like if you're going to make a health decision, maybe since more severe than tendonitis, because we did speak about cancer, we did speak about rheumatoid arthritis, we did speak about fibromyalgia as well, just to help us understand whether this is going to help with tendonitis. But at the end of the day, please always consult with your doctor because I'm not a doctor. I'm just, I'm a researcher um, or I'm an entrepreneur and I'm looking into this because I want to be able to, I want to do I want to be able to know what specific, what type of cannabis can work with what specific condition. I don't want to have guesswork and I don't want my customers to have guesswork. And when I'm at the point of where I'm producing my own oils, then that's how I want to be able to, be able to produce the oils. Where I know this particular oil is going to be good for this, this type of condition or these conditions because there's overlap and, and what have you. And every, other, every bottle we produce moving forward, depending on the demand in the market, should be able to help with those conditions because that's the approach I have here but in before i get to that point at least let me i'm focusing on the information reporting the information so if there is a company out there that ha that ticks the boxes that we we uncover through the research and the, and the publication that i'm putting out through hemp nerd then and you obviously consult with your doctor then you have a, a stronger or higher likelihood of improving your quality of life because you're eliminating whatever symptoms you're dealing with and, you know, you don't have such a big side effect profile to deal with as well because cannabis' side effect profile is next to none. It's negligible. So make healthy life choices. And um, that's one. That's another thing I'll add. Yeah, make healthy life choices because whatever medication you're taking, it will allow you or allow your body to have a fighting chance to win because you're also making these um, healthy life choices like eating well, exercising regularly, um, getting ample sleep and, and all that jazz. Hopefully, this podcast helps provide you with clarity, helps you live a better quality of life. 
And I would like to thank you for your time and your attention, giving that to me today, today in this particular episode. Uh, feel free to email me at hempnerd.co at gmail.com. That is hempnerd.co at gmail.com. If you've got any questions in regards to uh, ca- cannabis or CBD in relation to a particular condition, if I have not covered that already, I've already got a list. I'll tell you right now, I've got a list of over 100 topic ideas, most of which is the CBD help with X condition that I'm going to be publishing in, in the perpetual future, starting from now. So if my if your question has, if you notice that your question isn't being answered, please send me that email and I'll be able to look into that research for you and create a publication like this that answers that questions and looks into all the, either the research that's already been done on that condition or any related conditions with overlapping symptoms. Otherwise, take care. God bless, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Hemp Nerd Podcast.